for joining us for this week's chapter of Not in the Textbooks podcast, where we sit and chat about the nitty-gritty never discussed in any of your textbooks. I'm Tanja. And I'm Audra. But before we dig into today's chapter, let's clear up some business. This podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. The views within are our own or are our guests' own. They do not reflect our profession, their profession, or any entity with whom we may have connections for employment now, in the past, or even in the future. If you need medical attention, advice, or care, please seek your own personal medical practitioner, not our podcast. We hope you enjoy. So, hi. <laughs> Hello. How are you today? Oh, super fantastic. You know what? Me too. I am super fantastic as well. Jordan, are you super fantastic? Yeah. Yeah. I'm changing teachers to Oh, well, okay, bye. Mamkasera Yoes Puskas. Yes. Is the teacher of the year in Yukon Middle School. Yes, thank you. He has found on the website of somewhere, I don't know, Facebook something. It's Facebook, Teachers of the Year, Mom. Jessica Adams is Central Elementary. You're not going to say them all. Thank you. Not right now. We'll go over it when we're done because I'm recording right now. Okay, I'm sorry. You're going to hear me open and close the door to let Dauber out. You're fine. I mean, clearly we're just going to have... Kids talking in the background, grandkids yelling and talking in the background. Uh, I might have an animal or three jump up. Reach on, out. Yeah, reach out and 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 say hello again because I've got one underneath me already um, that would like to go outside. Jordan, he would love to, mischief. Would love to go outside for a moment. Can you help him with that, sir? Um, please, Jordan. Okay, so yeah, mischief's probably going to cause cause chaos in the house because he wants out and no one's letting him. So, um, yeah. So we're just going to do it like that because <laughs> life well, is messy. You know, this is not in the textbook. This is real life. life. This is real yep. life. <laughs> this is it. Yeah, it's real life. This is how this works. So, so yep. Uh, so you're super fantastic. I'm super fantastic. We are both lying. Um, and no, actually, believe it or not. No, yeah, I'm I really am myself to be super fantastic. <clears throat> it could always, oh my God, it could always be worse. No, seriously, I am. I, I, I have a new voice. I don't know if you've noticed it. It's it's my yes. new. Um, I'm trying on a I've smoked for 75 years voice. Um, it's kind of a sexy, raspy thing that I'm owning. I like it. Um, Good for you because I don't like my smoker, raspy, whatever voice. <laughs> I am. Uh, I last last week um, when we were recording, I said, "Oh, I finally woke up and felt better after two weeks of having this not virus." And let me let me clarify when I say this. It was just a rhinovirus in your nose. It was just yes. There are so many other uh, viruses out there other than COVID. And let me just tell you that I caught another one that was not COVID. <laughs> um, so the funny thing about s snot, um, sputum. Um, is it creates a nice medium for other things to grow in. 
And um, so I was, I felt fine on Sunday when we recorded last week, which let me go ahead and do that. Today is January 2nd, 2022, and it is a Sunday again, right? I'm so confused. Woo, yes, it is. And actually, this is the first time we have recorded this year. Hey, (laughs) it is. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So I, um, I felt fine Sunday when we were recording. Um, little did I know Monday morning I was going to wake up. <laughs> Hi, boys. Um, Monday morning I was going to wake up with um, a sore throat, pressure in my ears. I felt like someone had punched me in my right eye. Um, I had all of this sinus pressure. It was all from mid-neck up. My sore, my throat was only sore a little bit, just right in the back of my throat. Ears uh-huh. were killing me, all of that. So I did what any good nurse would do. I went to work. Um, yep. <clears throat> anyway, I felt I don't. I wasn't taking care of patients. People don't don't. And if you think, okay, we'll get into that in a minute after we do our good, good, bad, and ugly. I guess I'm doing my ugly. You didn't even ask, but I'm going into it, by golly, because that's how you I go. Um, and so I woke, <laughs> it's really my bad. I, I I work in an office. Yes, there's someone directly behind me in the office with me. There's two people in the suite adjoining us. We keep the door open, so it's all, all us four. And we're on a separate hallway, and I don't have contact with people who have contact with patient care. So I go to work. Um, but when I woke up on Monday... You know, when I had that rhinovirus, it was like annoying. It was definitely like, this is nothing. This is just, you know, like it's. Yes, right. It's It's just the normal, you know, irritation in your nose a little bit. And look, we get allergies. Right. We get allergies that turns into a sinus infection. It's typically viral and it'll go away in 14 days. Mine did. Day 15, I woke up and I'm like, I'm finally over this. Finally. Gosh, man. And and it hung on for the good 14 days. Well, little did I know that it was at somewhere in the middle of all that. I got exposed to some other kind of something. But when I woke up on Monday and I had all of that stuff, like it was pressure and the sore throat and the this and that, I felt sick. Like, you know, there's a difference. Uh-huh. There is, yes. There's a difference between like I have a sinus infection and it's kind of miserable, but it's it'll be fine. I'm fine. Like really. You know, like yes, I'm sick. Yes. yes, I need you know, yes, I'm kinda sick because I got a sinus infection, but it'll go away. I'm fine, really. I woke up on Monday and I was like, Oh God, I'm sick. <laughs> Yeah. And like I said, I I went to work. Um, Yes, I went to work symptomatically. And yes, it was fine. Um, And even though it's not fine, it's not okay, because I shouldn't have. Um, Right. But you know, I had to. Um, And so I got there and I I tried to get a a video visit with... um, with my doctor and I, I'm not going to get into that because I want to talk about that in a minute, actually, after we're, we're done with this put stuff. But, um, I, um, I was, uh, I'll just long the short. I don't have COVID. I don't have flu A and B and I don't have RSV. Um, it is some other virus and, um, 
I I ended up getting an antibiotic and um, I'm feeling much better. And this voice is actually um, a thousand times better than what I sounded like earlier in the week. I had the hi. Squeak. Uh-huh. It was Where just it's all hoarse, but then there's squeak moments. It was basically me whispering in a in a like I sound Loud like clone. <laughs> yes, I sounded like I had a, a trach box. I sounded like I yes. had a trach box with a squeak. It was yes. pathetic. It was so pitiful. Um and so this is much, 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 much better. I feel better. Um, good I'm glad I when I took the antibiotic I was like oh thank god you know I I actually that's how I felt remember when I was sick and I told you that I took uh the Alka-Seltzer which yes the Alka-Seltzer uh cough and cold the power max gels I'm telling you I'll do a shout out to Alka-Seltzer plus yeah I'm telling you if you have any kind of cold, cough, head cold, starting to go in your chest, what? start taking that. Oh, my goodness. Now, I will say that for, like, yeah, it, and if it's, if it's, if it's, but if it starts to, you know, it will work. If it's, if it's that, what I was talking about before, where you just have that sinus annoying, yes, it's going to be yes. fine. I'm not <laughs> sick, sick. Yes, I'm sick, right? but I'm not sick, sick. That stuff is, and even if you are sick, sick, that'll get you through, girlfriend. That will get you through. Um, but yes. but if you're sick, sick like that, go see your doctor. Okay. So yeah, go go see. Your, <laughs> I did actually this time, and it's still a little red light. So yeah, go um go yeah. see, go see your doctor. But um. If they say it's a virus, that'll get you through. But I could tell I was sick. Like, I could feel the, oh, no. Um, but anyway, oh, no. yeah. yeah. It's uh, it's all good. It's all good. So that's that's my good is that actually I feel much better. My voice is returning. And um, I will tell you about it later. But my other good is that I read, yep, Mischief's Digging in the Water. Jordan, please, are you sure you can't let him out for me? He's trying to get into a propel bag. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my goodness! Gosh, pets and kids, man. Um. Anyway, so I, he's making biscuits on a box of propel. Like, why is he snow? Oh! <laughs> he tumbled it onto himself. <laughs> oh no. <coughs> no pets or children were harmed in the recording of this podcast. Mischief pulled the propel on top of himself because he wants out and no one's letting him out. So I told you he's going to cause chaos. Um, there's a reason he's named what he's named. So anyway, yeah. and my voice is coming and going, but it's much better than it was. So that is actually a good. Um, the other good is we said... Um, goodbye to 2021 <laughs> um and i know things don't you know it's it's funny because things don't flip a switch overnight the world doesn't change right. because the date changes um exactly but um it is a new year and a new time to say yes. i'm not a believer in 
New Year's resolutions and all. Cause Me neither. But I do set goals for myself and but I do those quarterly anyway so it's um you know and and intentions and things that I want to do to be a better person or a better nurse or a better mom or you know those things so another so another good was that and I will talk about it at the when we talk about you know what we're listening to but I read a fantastic book it was so good um and so I'll talk about that then and what else Good, bad, ugly. Um, Betty White died and I ugly cried. I know. And I know she's, you know, people die all the time. Yes. And she lived such a great life. Yes. Just, you know, national treasure. National freaking treasure. Her, Dolly Parton, Tom Hanks. I don't know. So... Anyway, that's that's mine. What's your good, bad, and ugly? Hit me with yours. <clears throat> okay. My good. Mm. Let's start with that. My good, even though it sounds very treacherous, what you may hear through this recording and what you may hear, um, this is actually the very first weekend that I have had that I have not had to work. Yay. Um, now, not because they didn't try. Of course. But because I am at such a point that I'm like, no. I've done my dues while I'm there. I've put in a lot of hours. I've worked weekends. I've... It, uh, gave up days off to go in and help the schedule and in doing that I you know got a day off had to change um, on call days to actually get a day off uh, during the week uh, a couple of weeks ago which caused me to then have to work on Christmas so no no, 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 this is one weekend that I'm going to give really to my family and, and make some family time. Right. So I did. I held strong <clears throat> to that no matter the pressure. Good. Good for yes. you. All right, so that's a good, good. What's your bad? My bad is, is that I have learned, I, it's been brought to my attention that in this new position and the lack of training, um, because I didn't really get any orientation or true training um, when I uh, took the position that was offered to me, and that has caused me some oversight in um, an area or two. But I'm trying to use it as a learning yes. tool. Yeah, absolutely. A, yes, and um, see some areas you know, that are brought to light that need a little bit more focus, right. uh, attention, need a little bit more attention from me. And um, so that's that was kind of my bad. Yep. Um, because I am, oh, I have some OCDs. I'm also a control freak and a little bit of a perfectionist to the point that sometimes that can be a hazard yeah. to me. Because a perfectionist, they... Don't want to do the job unless they can do it, hello, perfectly. So they will like 
drive themselves into a tizzy trying to do it perfectly, which then actually will paralyze them. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least it can me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm trying to work through all of that. My ugly would be really realizing that, paying attention to that, mm-hmm. and then, okay, let's roll up our sleeves and just push through ugly so we can get to the other side. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. But not not let it, like, get you down and um, and carry a lot of, not let it be, like, weight to me in a negative way. No. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you just have to basically take some breaths and move through it. Like, that's and it. And not take it. And, and sometimes I can take, that's just what I was going to say. Sometimes, okay, we'll hello, Xavier. What is it, honey? Because we've paused, so you can tell me. Okay, go ahead. Um, so I'm trying, though, not to... Sometimes it's easy for me because of past trauma and scars to, if things aren't done perfectly and um, an oversight or whatever, uh, it needs to be redone, reworked, whatever, added to whatever, I can take that very personal. Yeah, you internalize it a lot. Yes. And so I that is something that I am working on in myself. um, Because I've learned or been reminded that I put I can put a lot of personal stress on myself. Sure. And um, so I'm trying not to do so much of that, you know, and yeah. So that truly um, was my good, bad, and ugly on top of, ooh, we finally here in the OKC finally got the winter weather. Winter oh, has finally hit us. It is here. Um, with the cold, and Not I never like it. I'm never a fan. I'm never ready. I kind of want a warning, like, the temperatures drop just a little bit each day for a while, you know? Right, because we warm up to it. Do we really have to go yeah. from 60 to, to 10? Like 10? 10. 10. I mean, and you like, don't want us all to get crabby and just want to, like, withdraw inside the house and not go out anywhere. And then, yes, children are stir-crazy and fighting to get out. And it is what it is. Like, I just, I know. It's like, could you, when, do we have to be bipolar Oklahoma weather? Do we have to? <sighs> exactly. So, um, but again, uh, I didn't go into work today. Good. So I didn't work, I didn't work yesterday or today. Good. I have just dug my heels in and decided that if it came to any more pressure, it was a hill that I would die on. It's worth because it for that sometimes. It, it, it was worth it to where, please don't give me an ultimatum because you and my husband may not be <laughs> happy. <laughs> Um, 
But I'm glad it didn't come. I'm glad. I'm so glad it didn't come to that. And I will just be prepared tomorrow on Monday morning um, for whatever comes my way, you know. Um, and yeah, I have since my birthday. Oh, that's another thing. I had a birthday. Happy um, birthday. Thank you. I turned 52. Which, which for half of the year, I already thought I was 52. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing is that hope, hope, I do the same thing. Hope in May, hope turned 28. <laughs> I hope turned 28. And I had her when I was 19 and a half. So the minute she turns, like it's six months that I think literally six months, a, a little under six months that I always think I'm a year older because we're 20 years apart. You know, like that's basically it. She's she's 28 I'm 48 you know and so she turned 28 and I'm like I'm 40 no not yet no mm -mm. but I just I was like oh, I'm 48 and I'm like ah but you reach a certain point where you forget how old you are you just start forgetting and you have to you think start about forgetting it because it doesn't your matter birthdays, your birthdays they change as you get older it's just and another no, day it's just another I, day no I'm not that person where it's just another day because it is the day that the Lord decided to give me life. True, okay, true, so but... so it is it is a day, but it's it's different. It's not oh, where are we going out to eat? Where's my presence? Where's no. it's not that hoopla part of it. That's what I or mean. The grandi yes, the grandiose part of it isn't isn't so necessary anymore. It's it's not wow, I'm I made it another day. Yay. How do I just relax and enjoy and chill? It. Yeah. You know, and, and and take it all in and then there's that other part of wow, I really am one of the lucky ones. I'm still here. I I still get to spend time with my family, no matter how hard life may be, on an everyday basis. <laughs> no matter no matter how much um, stress and chaos and negativity there may be, I still get another day with my family, with my friends. Um, so that I am grateful and thankful for. Yeah. Uh, and yay! So. That was a good. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't mean it like it's not an important or th anything because it it's your birthday, but I, it's just another day. Like, that's what I mean. Right. It's when not, I say that, it's not, not all like, where are we going out to celebrate? Where's yeah. the balloons, the party? Yeah. No, that yeah. part of it, we have, you know, kind of passed the torch, really. Yeah. Um, it's just not a thing. And then it's that, it's that amazement of, wait a minute. So... Like, I am an adult, like a full-fledged adult, right? A grown-up. I mean, I'm like, holy shit, I'm 52 freaking years old. They make me How? responsible for shit. I'm responsible yes. for shit. <laughs> they, and then there's that they've part They've put me in of, charge of things. What? No. Yes. <laughs> there's that part that's like, oh, my gosh, look at me. I made it. Look at where I've gotten myself. And, and look at not... Look at where I am. Look at my life. Look at, wow. But then there's also that other part of, oh, my God, look at this. Look at all I have. Oh, my God, I'm so responsible. Wow. Holy crap, I'm an adult. 
52 years old. How does that happen so fast? I don't you know. know? So fast. Hang on. I have to tell you this. I have to shift a little bit. Jordan just came in here and tapped my phone to see who I was talking to. Ask, uh -huh. what, ask your question, what you just asked me. Ask it. Into the microphone. Ask what you asked. Yeah, that one. Get, get in here and ask it. Go ahead. Tantra, who is, who's, whose birthday is it today? <laughs> okay, Tanja was telling me that one of the good things this week was that it was her birthday. And I said, yes, happy birthday. It doesn't mean her birthday was today. It was just this week, right? It was, yeah. No, it, it was. wasn't, Mom. It was December 29th. Which was right. last week. Yeah. It was, was yeah, last one of, week. One of the good things that happened last week, right? Yeah. Okay, yes. go on, go on, go on. He thought he had missed somebody's birthday, and he was like, whose birthday is it? Oh, oh yeah, because he does. He knows everybody's birthday. He absolutely Once he knows does. your birthday, that's that. He knows. It is one of his magical talents. It's, it's amazing. His brain is something else. Um, so all of that that you were saying um, before about work and all of those things leads me into kind of what I wanted to talk about. But I want to know if you have anything that you wanted to bring today. Do you got anything? No, not I mean, not like on the top of my head. No. Okay. So um, are you aware that the American Heart Association and the CDC pushed out new guidelines this week? Um, yes, I know there were some kind of new guidelines because my ICP nurse uh, was uh, talking about them briefly. Um, it has healthcare, just like the memes and the <laughs> um, <clears throat> and and tweets and everything else. Like people are losing their minds, um, and I get it. I get it. I get it. Um, the CDC basically, I think, and, and I haven't delved deeply, deeply into the nuts and bolts of exactly what the guidelines say as far as healthcare workers, um, because it's not really technically, quote unquote, healthcare workers, but it's us. They're talking about us. Um, they're definitely talking about us. And... Um, and I haven't, I, I went to the American Heart Association um, website and I, I, ha, I had been a CPR instructor at one point. And so I can get into the their site, um, but I, ha, I hadn't gone there. I have not gone there. So take with what I, take what I'm saying with, I don't know everything, but I have, this is, a lot of what I've heard, and I'll tell you what I do know. What I do know is they rolled out new regulations to for quarantining. Um, I did look and see that um, in the United States, at least, the FDA or early data is showing that at-home kits for COVID with the Omicron variant are showing up negative. Um, and then when you go get a PCR test, it shows up positive. Um, so there's that. 
Um, and that's just early data that, that, that it's just early, early, early data. So we don't exactly know. Um, right. And so um, it's an issue. <laughs> um, and then so basically they're saying with Omicron, go get yourself an N95. Well, we know now that N95 mask production has been ramped up enough and we have enough. So now we can tell the public to go get enough. Um, right. that's, that's my skepticism and bias, just so you know. Um, and then we have the FDA has come out or not the FDA, the um, CDC has come out and said, with, yeah, with as far as like quarantining is concerned, instead of being a, a 10 to 14 day quarantine period, it, five is fine. Because by the time for for asymptomatic, I think it is. Um, I'm not sure on that. But if you have, you know, test positive, five is fine because you should you probably got it five days before so it's okay and they they specifically in one place where they interviewed the head of the cdc he was like do you have any scientific data to actually back up that five day and she was like she was like it's just best practices so basically businesses have put pressure on the cdc this is my again this part is my opinion um and they're like yeah five days is fine um and and then they said um those quarantine timeframes can be less in specific necessary fields where there are staffing shortages. Now, that's talking about us. That's code word for, you know, nurses can go back to work even if they have COVID. Right. Yes. That's code and for that. That's code for that. That's why I showed up to work sick, people. I know there's people in other countries who are clutching pearls right now. They're like, oh, my God, why would she do that? That's yep. why. That's why. Yep. Because yep. it is an unknown. It is a it is a dirty little secret in our industry that there's a policy. And it's not necessarily my workplace. When I told my boss I was sick, she was like, what do you need to do? Like, whatever you need yeah, to do, like, do it. And when they, when I, when I contacted our employee health, um, and that's one of the things I wanted to talk about was the ridiculously, the world is so fucking upside down. And I am angry about it this week. <laughs> like, I'm angry. Um, <clears throat> and so there's that. Um, that. <laughs> I will get to the, remind me because my ADD, I'll totally forget. Remind me of the, uh, to tell that, that, that tale of freaking to dis- dis- discuss me. But my bosses were fine. Were fine with me like taking off. There was nothing, but I felt pressure because of a constant reminder and retribution. And, oh, you're taking off sick again? Really? And I showed up to work with a voice that sounded way worse than this. And they didn't send me home. That's how we do it here. Because it's personal responsibility. Now, if I'd chosen to stay home or work from home, they would have been fine with it, the people that I work with now. But I'm so conditioned to just, nope, got to show up for work. You know, and I'm so conditioned. I'm so conditioned. Exactly. That me too. Um, so so there's that. Um the American Heart Association. <laughs> and I did read and I can't I can't I don't know why I can't think of the name of the portal that you go into to 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 look at their guidelines, but anyway, American Heart Association said um, portal to what the CDC or the American Heart Association? American Heart Association. They okay. they have their exact there's a name for the EEC or some ECC, and I don't know what it stands for, but anyway, I, I went to, to their thing and looked it up, and it basically says 
and I've heard, I heard they said, this is what is going out there in the world, and I'm not sure 100% that um, <clears throat> it's super important. Uh, basically, what I heard that how it was presented to me was they've just set put out guidelines that say we don't have to put PPE on to do CPR on a COVID patient. Yes. What I read was it's important. Which doesn't make sense to me. Oh, we'll get into that. It, it's, I just said you don't have to, nurses can go back to work with COVID. It's fine. Also, you don't have to put on PPE to initiate CPR on a COVID patient. Huh? Right. <laughs> Wait, what? That it's more important to not delay CPR. Okay. You're right. Um, now, what I did read on their website was the initial guidelines were blah, 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 blah. We all kind of, you know, basically wear your PPE, gloves, gown, mask, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Right. Um, and it said, um, it is important to not delay CPR for anyone. So new guidelines have been updated on that website. So reading that kind of confirms in my mind that what I had heard was accurate. <laughs> um, yes. But I don't know 100% because I haven't read it. Now let's kind of break this down. Go ahead. I know uh -huh. I sprung it on you, but go, go ahead and tell me what your thoughts are here. I don't know because I have so much just what that it doesn't make sense to me. So I'm going to continue doing what I've been doing and do what feels right to me to keep myself protected my, within following my work's policies. That's it. It's, it's just we nobody's changed their policies to say don't wear PPE. My whole thing is, is I'm like... We're number one rule of CPR is what when you come upon a scene and you see uh, you come into a room and you see a patient that isn't breathing. What do you, what's number one? Well, they're not breathing. I check for a heartbeat at that point. I need to know if they're a full code or not. Nope. Number one thing is to ensure the scene is safe. And then, yes, you do exactly what you just said. So, so make sure that the scene is safe. Is the room safe? Is the patient safe? Right? That's the number one thing. Yeah. Is to yeah. So for me, putting my PPE on is ensuring that the scene is safe if they're COVID, right? Like, right, yes. But here's the other part of that is we wear PPE continuously. Like we wear our masks all the time. Yes. You go into a patient's room, you clean your hands, you know, policies during COVID have said you should be wearing your gloves before you touch the patient. So you, you put your, you put ours does anyway, you put your, your, you know, you do your, your hand hygiene. When you walk in the room, you've got your gloves yep. on then you and you've already, on. you've already got your mask on. You're already wearing your PPE. Now, 
So I think that's all they're saying is no additional PPE for COVID patients is needed. needed. Now, I think if we wear yours, you've always got it on. So I think that people are just getting hysterical over it. But what I what I also think is if you're in the unit. You're wearing respirators and vent- and they can have those big old uh-huh. windows to see those patients. Yep. And they're saying you don't need to put on your respirator. I'm sorry if they're on a vent and they're they're aerosolizing that stuff. Yes, they do. And they should yep. be throwing a fit and we should be throwing a fit for them because that scene is not safe for them to go into. And how dare you say they can't put that on? I mean, right. really? <laughs> Like yes, who are you to? So instead of not, instead of delaying CPR for the however many seconds it takes them to put that on, because trust me, they're hustling to get it on. You yeah. want two people to die? You want that person and the nurse that's going to be helping them to do? That? No, right? No, that's not right. It's not right. No. So there's that. I don't know. Again, I don't know the guidelines 100% because I haven't gone to the ECC. I haven't looked into that, like what the specific guidelines are. But those are my thoughts. That's my, what I'm thinking is, is it's exactly saying I could be completely wrong. And that's I'm okay with that. But I had to talk about it because I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you yeah. kidding me? Like, really? This is what we're doing? Uh, look. We've been through hell for two years. Omicron is like the new gangster, which early data is showing it's a cold. It's not dropping into the lungs as much. Yes, people are dying from it. Um, and I get it. And it's it's mostly unvaccinated people who are dying from it. But there are breakthrough cases and all of this stuff that's going on in the background with like, do we get another booster? Do we get another, another booster? Do we get a, a you know, and it's right. like, yeah. And I'm like, look, it's dying. It's dying. It's dying. It is a head cold. I have had friends who have tested positive for COVID who had congestion and just felt run run down from it. They had COVID before and two vaccines. So it is so catchy. It is so catchy. It is spreading like wildfire. People are, everyone is going to, I have had a snot virus one and then this thing that dropped to my chest so fast, this cold that I had, where I lost my voice, I was barking seal coughing, rattle in my chest. It hurt. By the time I got my antibiotics day four into them, it had dropped to my chest that fast. And I got antibiotics yeah. day two or three after symptoms. So if I hadn't, it probably would have been a bacterial pneumonia of some kind. Um, or at least it's bronchitis, you know, like I wouldn't let anybody in the office listen to my chest. I'm like, I don't need you to listen to it for me to know that when I'm wheezing like this, you're going to hear it. I'm audibly wheezing. I'm literally audibly wheezing. What do we need to listen to my chest for? (laughs) I mean, yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't want you to know. Go away. It's best if we all don't know. I'll be fine. Like I'm feeling better, but it's dropped. That's what's going to happen. You know, like... (laughs) And, and it did it quickly. And none of them were COVID. I was tested the first time. I'm, I was tested the other day. And so, you know, it's, 
It's not- yes, one of our doctors who was in bed sick for a solid week from Friday to Friday. Yep. And all COVID tests, even her PCR, negative. Negative. So it's it's there are there are things that go around common cold, other coronaviruses, you know, because um, it's a common cold type of thing. We still have the flu. I mean, the flu didn't disappear just because of COVID. Exactly. Yes. And RSV is going around. And I mean, it's it's one of those things where you just look at it and you go, listen, everyone's going to get it. Um, are you going to get it when you have a little bit of immunity to take care of it? So you just feel run down and a little congested? Or are you going to get it and, and roll your risks and roll the dice and get, you know, natural immunity? And I mean, my friend had natural immunity and had immunity immunity from two different shots vaccines and she still got it you know and it's like what are you gonna do I, you're gonna catch it just like i've caught two colds like it you're gonna get it <laughs> and so just we need to st- let it die can we just please let it die <laughs> exactly um and then um so i'm gonna do you have any thought tell me other, any other thoughts you've got on that i mean i agree with you i I think we all need to come out of hysteria, though. Hello, it's going around. There's going to be different variants. It's and I, I honestly, I think at the same time, I understand the hysteria to a point um, because it's filling up the hospitals again, and we don't have the staff for it. We can't take care of these people, and I honestly think that the system is so broken, we can't take care of people. That's what. Yes, it is. So broken, so broken. Yeah, um, that that everyone who is still working in the medical field, they're tired, they're worn out, they're exhausted. Mm-hmm. They have a lack of luster, lack of passion, a lack of desire and care. They they don't want to take care of people. They don't want to go to work. Um. The moral, that moral injury um, status and situation. Deep, it's deep it's, and severe. And uh, look, it's a yeah. death. It's a death by a thousand paper cuts, right? Yes. And it's like, you know, you increase staffing shortages. You take away benefits and perks that we used to have. You, you know, it's it's this slow burn of like. D- profits profit driven horrible um medical records taking the touch out of what we do i mean it is not a high you know it's a high tech high touch industry we still need to touch patients we still need to feel like we're doing right by them and do in providing good care we want good care yeah i am so i am so so put off and disgusted by the level of the standard of patient care right now. Um, through the years, I have um, <laughs> I've learned to, you know, you learn. You just you just know you just know at a certain point where it's like ah, I'm fine or I'm sick. And I woke I'm up sick. and and I was like I'm I'm sick. 
and then yeah and i'm like i'm gonna take a shower which exhausted me got ready for work exhausted me went to work was exhausted um (laughs) it was miserable it was so miserable and i couldn't i couldn't I just couldn't. Couldn't shake it. No, yeah, I could. I couldn't shake. I tried hot tea. I tried the Alka Seltzer, and it was deteriorating quickly. You know. Oh man. It was. Yeah. It was just going downhill fast. So I sent. I. I got online and tried to book an appointment with my doctor, my primary care doctor. Uh huh. Um. I put in the symptoms of. Um. Uh, conge- now, I didn't have a fever. I will say this. I did take my temperature before I left the house. I did not have a fever. Okay? Very good. Very good. So but... I, right. Go ahead. Yep. I know. I know. So so anyway, I, I put in that I had a sore throat and congestion, and the portal immediately said, you are not able to come into the office. This is automatically determined to be a video visit. Oh, yeah. See, because people were all getting to where, everywhere's getting to where, no, you are not coming in if it is not needed. We are not going to see you, touch you, be in your space. Okay, so I can't, so wait, okay. So the only people at your doctor's office are people who are well. Yep. Think about that for a second. Let that soak in. Okay, next, moving on. Um, This is automatically a video visit now. The thing that bothered me the most the most was that my e- my throat was a little sore. I did feel like I was getting punched in the eye, and at one point that did really hurt. Mm-hmm. But what hurt more were my ears. How is my doctor going to look at my ears on a video visit? Right, exactly. They're not. They're not going to be able. You can. Okay, so let's just. Okay, moving on. So he sends back, I message him and I'm like, listen, here's the symptoms, blah, 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 blah. Is there anything that you can do? Any other thoughts? I'm taking this. I'm taking this. Any other thoughts? And he said, can you go get a COVID test through employee health or at the go health? Well, I'll go talk to Sue. <laughs> I'll go talk to my boss. So I go in and yep. I show it to her and she goes, you can go over there. And I'm like, do I have to involve them? Because if you tell employee health, they're going to put you off the schedule. You can't work from home. You can't, you know what I mean? Like until they tell you yeah. to come back, you can't go back, you know, and I don't mind being off the schedule, but we know what that does. It's just, uh, so no, I can't, yeah. I can't do that. So what do we need to do, you know, to, and she's like, you do whatever you need to, you know, go do whatever you need to. So I go back in the office and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just pay the copay to go to the go health. The girl in the adjoining suite said, um, they're taking appointments now. Okay. That's just time out. The go health is an urgent care. It's like a standalone emergency room. That's not an emergency room. So you're telling me that our urgent care is now taking appointments. It's not walk-in. So that's not an urgent care. That's, that's a- not an urgent care if you have to make an appointment. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I go on their website. Sure enough, it says reserve a time slot. Are you kidding me? Okay, then I'll go to one of the walk-in clinics. There's like eight of them. So uh-huh. I look at eight of them in the metro and surrounding areas. And the girl behind me said, oh, no, 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 no. The walk-in clinics, you have to have an appointment, too. And I'm like, then it's not a walk-in clinic. It's not walk-in clinic. It's not a walk-in clinic anymore. 
So And so I look, because, you know, I want to see this for myself, reserve a time slot. I clicked on every one of them, every urgent care and walk-in clinic that we have in network in the metro and surrounding areas in the earliest time slot that they had. This is Monday afternoon. The earliest time slot they had, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Okay. Well, thank you for your help. Okay. So I have no choice now. I have zero options. I have to contact employee health. Yep. <laughs> so I call employee health. I put on, I'm put on hold because there's so many people calling employee health sick. This is a 1-800 number, by the way. I call them to make this like report. I'm on hold for 16 minutes and then they get on and hang up on me and then I call back and it's another 15 some odd minutes and then they say, okay, employee health is going to call you. If they don't call you within this time frame, you call them. Here's the number. You're off work. So I live far away. And I already told you, I've been in the office with these people. You already know I'm kind of isolated away from everybody else anyway. Um, Right. At this point, when I when I started to look, I was starting to run a low grade fever, you know, so mm-hmm. I we all have our masks on. So I just kind of stayed away from all of my people that were in my area. Now, the person behind right. me, she's behind me and she's more than three feet away. Um, and so, you know, it's it whatever it is what it is. She'd been in there with me all morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um and and we've all been around each other for the last week which I would have had it and shed it then. Anyway, it's not then anyway. not the point. Um Right. Nothing says love like sharing a bug. So That's right. I'm sitting there. Um and you know, then I call them and they're like, "Where are you?" I'm like, "I'm across the street at our office." She's like, "Well, you were supposed to go home." And I'm like, I live farther away, and I'm isolated from everyone else, so I just stayed here to make my appointment. (laughs) Like, Uh you know what I mean? Like, I just stayed here because I'm going to drive across the street. Like, yeah. Does it make sense for me to go to where it's going to be 30 minutes away? Like, drive, you know, like, what the heck? No. Yes. (laughs) Like, it's 15 minutes to my house and 15 minutes back, When whereas I am literally three minutes door to door. Like, I could walk to over there in 15 minutes. Right. From where I'm at. Are you insane? Like, why would I go? Mm. (sighs) Okay. Yep. So she was like, oh, no, that makes sense. I'm sorry. And I'm like, okay. All right. Yes. Thanks. Um, Yeah, we're all on the same page. So I go over and I get get tested. Now, what happens to these people who don't have that option? Right. Because there are a lot of places that don't. So so let's run through this again. My primary care doctor won't see me because I have symptoms. I made a video visit. It's on the 5th. The 5th. That's as soon as a video visit can be done with my primary care. Mm Walk-in clinics and urgent cares couldn't get me in for 48 hours, basically. You know, a little shy of that, but still 48 hours. Uh, 70 70 hours really something like that because it was like monday tuesday wednesday yeah two days so yeah okay 48 hours some roughly so they have no option but to go to the emergency room these people yep and where all of the illness and the sickness is so i have a friend you know in in my office who said that 
somebody tweeted out, and I don't know, if, or, or put on Facebook or something, that if you don't have COVID, come to the emergency room lobby for 15 minutes, and you will. Um, right, exactly. And that's any hospital, really, in OKC. Right now. I don't know where that other person works. Um, but, yeah, it's like, ah. Uh, everywhere. <laughs> Everywhere, it's everywhere. Because it's catchy. It's we talked about this with Delta that it had an R naught of six. Omicron is more um, more contagious than than Delta was. But once you hit an R naught of six, everyone's basically ninety eight percent of people or something. When you math that out, when you do the table math on it, everyone is going to get it. Like everyone, everyone. And yes, there's a whole bunch of asymptomatic people because you're you have immunity and you kill it in your nose and you never get symptoms, or you get mild symptoms like you're kind of worn down and a little bit of congestion. It's that. So, and where where is the virus going to hit? It's going to hit the ones that are worn down, tired exhausted running around burning the candle at both ends nurses nurses medical field healthcare workers here's, here's the other thing yes i understand their theory and the importance of the mask but here's the thing if we're working 12 16 10 8 hour days it doesn't you how how are we completely blowing off our CO2 and we keep breathing it back in? No, we, we no, 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 no. That's been debunked. Breathing. That's been debunked. That's been debunked. They actually did measurements on it because they had to. That's not. I still, I don't care what anybody says. I still don't think it's good for us to breathe, have that mask on for that amount of time and be breathing your I can tell you this, it's hot in the, it's hot all the time. And it's, it's just, it's just, it's, it's burden. It's. Yes, exactly. It's that. I can't even say it. It's like not burdensome. It's not, it's just, uh, it's like ripping your bra off at the end of the day for us ladies. Like, you know, uh, it's just like, your oh. shoes off. yeah, yeah but I'm, like, oh. I'm back to gonna have to undress and disrobe in the garage before you come in yep you're back to that Mm -hmm. back to that spraying off shoes only wearing shoes which i've always been at work and and leaving them in the garage and spraying them down and all of that again yep back to that again yeah yep um mm, yeah so anything else you got anything you got anything else (laughs) Um, no, no. I just, I'm so distressed. Trying to survive the, you know, I was, all I ever wanted was to be a nurse, to be Mm -hmm. a nurse. Mm -hmm. Um, For a short period of time, I wanted to be a physical therapist, but that didn't last but a week, and then I was back at a nurse. Um, But I am so... I'm so put off by my profession that it tugs at me. Yeah. You know, to where, yes, I am going to plug again myself. Yes, I am a newly. I'm still trying to get time for my training. Um, But I am a newly licensed, bonded, hello, travel agent yes okay road runner travel um i'm trying to also 
haha, here's an oxymoron. Um, in my spare time <laughs> that I have so much of, I'm still trying to get these training um, videos for these 130 some odd vendors, 156 actually, um, and I've done six. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm still trying to get through that. Um, I don't know. There could be, who knows, a career change down the road. I don't know. Um, but the fact sure. that so many of us are like, if the opportunity presents for me to develop to, to develop a, a business myself or to exit this, an opportunity arises to where I can exit this field, period, I'm taking it. I'm taking it. And I would have so never sad. considered so, it before. It is so sad because I have never considered it before. I worked so hard for my nursing license, and I have held that so such an honor to be oh, a nurse. And I have always great been pride. So, yes, yes. So I was going to say, always been so proud to say, yes, I'm a nurse. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm a nurse. Now. Not so proud. Uh, it's. I mean, I'm still proud to be a nurse. I shouldn't say it that way, but f- I'm so emo. I'm just so emotionally traumatized by being a nurse. Just so physically, <sighs> mentally, emotionally, just traumatized. And no, it is not burnout. It is not burnout. It's not our fault. No, it's, it's past. Not. It's it past is. that. It's it's moral injury. It's, it's because mo- you know you. that's what I couldn't think of. I kept saying emotion. I'm morally. It's just I feel like yes, I am coming out of. I have been traumatized, and I am trying to come out of the dust and stand up in ground zero to go. Wait a minute. What the hell has gone on? What is happening? How? Wow, what do I, how do we get out of this? How do, how do we get out of this? And I'm too, I, I'm getting to the point where I'm almost too exhausted. To, to even find an answer, because you realize that we are powerless to find, to the, find answer. the answer. Um, Dog MD, I watched an old, um, an old video of uh-huh. his where he had Dr. Wes Eli W E S E L Y. He had him on the show and right? was so, have you seen that one? Um is that the one that you sent to me? I think it was. It was the one where he was talking about um his book Every Deep Drawn Breath. He's an ICU doctor. Um I haven't listened to that one. Okay. I started to and then I got a phone call so I had to stop. And I actually, I'm going to be honest, I forgot up until the time you started talking about it. And I was like, oh my gosh, she sent me something to listen to. I think it was um, that. I think I did send you that one because it resonated so much. And there is one section in there that is worth watching the whole thing because he came home from work. This was in September that this was done of last year. September mm-hmm. of last year. Um, he came home from work. And his wife was like, you're not right. What is wrong? What's going on? And he said, oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, And, and, you know, he was like, he he didn't really see it in himself. 
until she asked uh-huh. him and he he said he had rounded that weekend and he said I just worked with these people that I've worked with for 20 years and respected and they're shells of the people that they used to be because of all of this. And it is so hard and so sad. Um, And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, (sighs) exactly. Yes. Um, And it is, it's, it's creating these people who are just, we are just holding out hope that eventually this will change. And a lot of us have realized it's never going to change and left um, or, or moved to something to that's more that we can tolerate. Um, right. But, and I, yeah. you know, we talked about this a long time ago on the show. I don't remember which chapter it was where, where I had said, there's not a nursing shortage. Just there's not a nursing shortage. It's, it's a misnomer. There are nurses. They're plentiful. They're, they are plentiful. But just we've left. They've left. They've gone. They've left. And and they're worn out. They're tired. They're they're over it. And they're over it. Nurses are one one in four. They're you know for every one, four people you meet, one of them is going to be a nurse. Statistically, that's not you yeah. know. Um, yes. And so they're pl- and you know maybe some of those wouldn't come back because they realized it wasn't for them really, um, or right. they've moved on to being nurse practitioners or they've retired or whatever. But one in four right. of us are nurses. And they're being driven out of the field in droves, mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's an interesting world that you it's know. In, yes, yes, the, very much so. And I don't know what to do to fix it, but um, I the, don't either. I don't. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, and it's 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 exhausting on top of everything else. Trying to figure it out yep because you i feel abandoned as odd as that word sounds to be used in this i feel i do i feel abandoned alone um sometimes like we're trying to fix this problem without the proper resources and no one it feels like no one cares anymore. Yep. And you look at like um to the point that sadly enough now it's making me like why am I doing all that I'm doing? I can't save the world alone and I can't get enough people on board that care enough and have the same passion and drive that I feel I do to help me make the changes. No, and that's it's in it, and it takes leadership. I mean, it takes yeah, and I'm just and and it takes more than just one good leader. There mm-hmm. has to be a team, a team and dedicated to it. Um, yeah, it's and a I, lot. So I, think I don't know. It, we'll, I'm I'm honestly concerned that it goes back to a common thread of humanity that we all yep. all yes. when it's you have. When you have a connection with a patient or another person or people or great relationships in your life, they stem from one common thread, and that is being seen and being heard. Yep. We all have a deep desire for connection. We all have a deep desire to connect to others. It's part of our makeup. We are tribal people. We want to 
you know, the common human tribe. <laughs> and we yeah. want to connect. We want to be seen and heard. Yeah. And they're not seeing us and they're not hearing us. No. And they haven't for a very, very long time. For a very, very long time. And yeah. now, and now, people are giving them middle fingers, walking out and in droves and mm -hmm. saying, and saying, yeah, and saying, you know what? Here's what I'll do. I'll go work for this travel company and I'll come back and make $100 an hour and screw you like you've been screwing me. And you know what yep. they call them? They call them mercenary nurses. Fuck you. I think we've Fuck said you. this before. You know, yep. you know, they're not mercenary nurses. You created this monster. Yep. And now yep. you're paying attention because we hit you where it hurts, didn't we? We're costing mm -hmm. you money. Yep. So much money that you're going to give us retention bonuses and start handing out this and start actually asking us what we want. Oh, yes. well, I'll tell you what we don't want. Cold pizza in the break room, you jackasses. Stop bringing right. us that. <laughs> right. Hey, you know what? Wait a minute. I haven't gotten any pizza in my break room. Send the pizza. Oh, okay. Yeah. Some people, yeah, definitely send the pizza. I mean, you know what I'm saying? But that better I mean, run. That would, in all honesty, you know what? Maybe that would make me feel like, oh, wait, there was some appreciation. Maybe, maybe you did care. I mean, even if it was wrong, at least maybe I would have a chance to have some lunch. Cause, don't yeah, call us, I mean, don't put little signs up saying we're healthcare heroes. I can tell you that right now. Oh, don't even do that because then you're going to turn around and smack me on the back of the head with something else. I'm going to tell you something. I, I, will, I will burn that little sign down. Oh, not really. So if one gets burned, it was not oh, I me. <laughs> no, I it wasn't us. It was not. A, we're joking really seriously. But I, in my mind, yes, we are. yeah, because in my mind, I will be committing arson to it every time I see it. But I will yep. not. If somebody does torch it, it's, it's really not me. The compulsion will be there. But I have self-control. <laughs> like, I know what would happen if I actually did it. So I'm not going to be the one. But yes, um, me too. I agree. But yeah, I would I like prefer. to burn it. I would love to burn it. <laughs> uh, uh -huh. and i've also seen great leaders um having so much pressure put on them that they can't lead in the way that they want to lead either and i know I these know. people and and it's just it's crunching it all ends um and it just sucks it just yeah but but um i think that it's done a good thing for me in um Helping me not define, and we talked about this before, helping me not define myself by what I, um, what I am or, you know, um, and really delving into who I am outside of nursing. Who am I? Um, where do I want to, what do I want to do? What do I want to, you know, how do I want to be um, instead of being consumed by that identity anymore, um, which was part of the pride i wore it as an identity and i've let it go now you know and so eh, there it is yeah i'm gonna stop um so yes yeah, so i have become like i said uh, i think in an earlier recording that yes uh, i've been become a, a licensed and bonded travel agent um i'm still trying to go through like i said i'm um there's like over a hundred and some then like 156 i think i've done six of them um 
Yeah. So, I mean, I have a lot of work still to do, um, which is part of my frustration because not being able to have the time or make the time to do it because what's the sense of coming home after a long, exhausting day? You're, you're not going to retain it. You're not going to be fully engaged, you know? Yeah. So I'm working on, matter of fact, I have my calendar in front of me. Um, I'm working on, yes, what I'm going to do is since I live sometimes so much by a calendar, mm. I am actually, no, if this is my business, this is my going to be my business. And if I'm going to get it off the ground, I'm going to have to do the work to do that. And I'm going to have to make the time no matter how tired and exhausted I am. Um, I'm going to use it as my benefit for the nights that I have insomnia and can't sleep, you know? Sure. Um, Might as well. And I'm going to put stuff on the calendar and it's going to be just like any other appointment. No, I'm sorry. I cannot stay over today. I understand. I'll have to come in earlier tomorrow or whatever because I have to leave at this time because I do have a business call that I have to be on. That's how I'm going to work this. I have an appointment. Exactly. If it was a doctor's appointment, it's going to go the same way. You know what I mean? Yep. So I'm the, if this is my business, I'm the owner, I'm the manager, I, I'm the one that's going to get it off the ground. So I'm the one that's going to have to do the work. How important is this to me? I'm going to have to find the time. Yeah, yeah. you got to make you know, it a priority for sure. Exactly. So how much, how bad do I want this? Mm-hmm. So um, bad enough that I've been sitting here multitasking, and when we get done here, I will be able to just uh, shift into this and laundry, (laughs) (laughs) and then preparations of dinner. But I do believe we're having tacos tonight, so that, that will be easy. Tacos are so good. Okay, um, speaking of shifting, should we shift? Shall we shift? Are you ready? Yes, let's shift, yes. So what are you listening to? A whole lot of pissing and moaning (laughs) and complaining. Yeah. And and K-Love. Okay. And um, and myself. Good. Yeah, talking my talking myself off of ledges, making myself understand, eh, you know what, this isn't really a ledge. <laughs> you know? You've just created yeah. one in the mind. Exactly. And then not taking control, not letting your mind go where it doesn't need to go. Yeah. That's good. What are you, listen- what are you listening to? I know you always have stuff to listen to and I think dang I sound so boring no you don't no 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 no. it's just that I'm a junkie for certain things um I I you know me I, I'm like podcast I listen to my usuals um I'll caught up on on those and um <laughs> I I've been in a rut with books lately haven't been able to kind of get into them and I uh woke up on Oh, what day was that? New Year's Eve. It was 3.33 a.m. on New Year's Day with a coughing fit. And it was bad. And I haven't really had too bad of a cough with this, but that day I did. And I was feeling fine. Um, Actually, much, much better. But I woke up with that at 3.33 a.m. And it was deep and rattly and horrible. And, you know, I 
couldn't go back to sleep, basically, long and the short, I couldn't go back to sleep. So I went ahead and started listening or my book. Um, and oh, it's so it was so good. And I finished it yesterday. And ah, mind blown. I cannot recommend the seven wives of or seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo enough seven husbands the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo it is so well Hmm. done um it is so so well done it's written by Taylor Jenkins Reid um and it's so good oh gosh it's so good I'm not gonna spoiler alert anything on it but it is it is a book that delves into the messiness of people, how messy humanity uh-huh. is in their lives, how every single person isn't all good or all bad. We're we're a little bit of both. <laughs> um, and all we're doing is basically in the moment making the best decisions that we can with the information that we have. And And if we really deeply love who we love, for those that we love and what we feel is the best interest for us and them and how dadgum horrible some of those decisions can be or even how we can make those horrible decisions because we think it's in our interests and in, in our interests and their interests you see what yeah. i'm saying like and how I we do. how we all make deals with the devil how we all do things that go completely against the grain of who we are and then sometimes they become so embedded in us that we forget ourselves you know what i'm saying yes i do i know exactly what you're saying um and it it does show how someone who should be your worst enemy and you should hate could actually turn out to be the exact person who changes your life in such an impactful way that you're never the same in a good way same yep and it's so crazy and it's a there's a twist and there's a turn and there's and i'm usually pretty good at figuring out like oh they're doing this because of this or this blew my mind blew my Uh mind so so good oh so good okay cannot recommend it enough um so anyway uh, I listened to that. That was the best thing I listened to. I also watched a documentary on HBO on Standing Rock Murders, and I watched one on, oh, God, I can't think of the name of it, but it was the um, the Slow Hustle. That's what it was. And it was on the um, Suter case in Baltimore. He was a police officer that was shot and killed, <laughs> yeah, um, in the line of duty, and they were trying to say it was a suicide. Medical examiner won't won't rule on it, and they've really never properly investigated it. And it turns out he was set to testify against six corrupt cops in Baltimore the next day. And then a, a single gunshot to his head from a service weapon happened. Wow. So you tell me what happened to the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's it was a good... It, sucks but it was it's yeah anyway no one's all good or bad we're all shades of gray so that's right anyway that's that's it you got anything else nope thank you guys Um, i want to say seriously thank thank you you for our first uh our first chat our first season our first oh my gosh it not to interrupt you and i'm so sorry no go ahead please 
It's so, and we have talked about this, you know, offline or off recording and, and all of that, um, and on recording, uh, that it has really surpassed. Yeah, what we ever expected it to be. What we ever expected it to be. And in the time frame that it's done that and the, the support, the support that we have gotten from all over and people listening, the numbers. It's crazy. I, it, it is so crazy. But I, I am so grateful for every person who has listened to us and will listen to us, hopefully, um, in this coming year to, to see where we go, where we take this, who, who we bring on, you know, as guest speakers and just to be a part of this with us is, is an amazing, amazing ride. And I am so thankful, um, to have you in this journey. It's, it's, it's been an awesome experience, and I'm so glad that that we have done this. Me too. Yeah. Uh, I and, second that, and I'm so I, I think it's been a great like uh, balance between the two of us of of you know I I yeah of who's doing you know sometimes you're down sometimes I'm down sometimes you know we but we pull it together we manage it and it's it's been you know sometimes you're having to drag me a little sometimes I'm having to drag you a little and it's still. Once we kick on, it's it's okay. We're we under I understand. Like our lives are crazy, and we still have managed to to manage it. And it's to um, manage it, yes. And yeah. we've made it work. And um, and I said that we have done this, and I mean I should have said that we are doing this. Yeah, that we are because, doing. Yes, it. we're we're doing it. It's uh, it's. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And it, Way it, more than I thought it would be. Not at this point. I never dreamed we would be where we are. I, I thank every single one of you guys for, for listening, engaging, and sharing. Feedback. Like we've it. Yeah. The feedback is crazy. Oh, my gosh. Crazy. Giving the feedback. Is, yeah. Yeah. And it, please keep keep doing all you're doing and keep giving that feedback. Yep. And um, thank you for sharing it, it with your friends and family and so forth because that's, that's the key for us. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yes. All right. Well, see you in the stacks. Yep. See you in the stacks. I want to take a minute to thank you for listening, sharing, and engaging with us, subscribing, and following our social media pages. Your feedback is invaluable to us. It helps us to know the stories and chapters to seek out. It helps to make us better. And we can't tell you how much that means to us. You can find links to all of our social media pages and everywhere we can be streamed on our Flow page. That's www.flow.page slash not in the textbooks podcast. If you have a second, please go to Apple Podcasts to rate and review us. Five star, please. It really does help out the show. Remember, we're in the middle of figuring out the crazy stories of our lives. So create a little kindness. Show some love and compassion, and if you can't because your chapter is just too hard right now, we're here for you and we're rooting for you, so just Just keep going. We hope to see you back here in the stacks digging up some stories and chapters for next week.